the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh, boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Wow. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. And for those of you listening on the podcast, live in life like it matters, because that's what it's all about. You know, we have one life to live, ladies and gentlemen, and that life, uh, at some point, we will be held accountable. You know, the good book says that it's appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. And whether it's standing before a holy, infinite God, or standing before your family, or standing before that thing, (laughs) at some point, there's accountability. You know, we live in a weird time right now where if you're a Democrat, there is no accountability. And let's just be honest, it is what it is. The media is part of the Democratic Party. Uh, We have state-run media, just like China and Russia do now. Uh, We harass our political opponents. We persecute them. We prosecute them. Uh, We have no freedom of speech anymore. Facebook can censor all they want if you don't go along with the the government narrative. So it is what it is. But, you know, there used to be a time where we all held accountable for our actions on this planet. But, I mean, Joe Biden, there are are thousands uh, of women and Christians going to be killed, beheaded, raped. Uh, And uh, Joe Biden's cool with it. That's all part of the plan. Slow up here, old buddy. Yeah. I wish I could, but that's not what we're talking about today, but my heart is heavy. Please, I, I ask that you keep the people of Afghanistan in your prayers. Um, you know, they are human beings. All lives matter. Uh, and it doesn't matter the color of someone's skin. Uh, it doesn't matter what country they were born in uh, because none of us made those choices. Uh, but these are living, breathing human beings. You know, uh, life is valuable to God. All life is valuable, whether you have Down syndrome whether you're mentally slow or mentally fast, whether you're tall or short, whether you're fat or skinny, uh, whether you're an American, uh, Afghanistan, uh, Afghani, I guess you would say, a Pakistani, uh, Muslim, whatever it is, you know, God loves. And uh, we should do the same thing. Love's not a feeling, people. It's a verb. That's why I do this radio show, uh, because I believe that uh, the battle's in the mind. And, uh, boy, if you're not waging that battle in the mind, then you're losing. And today, we're going to be going to this thing called fear. Matter of fact, today, we're going to kind of put a close, an ending, if you will, to Sturgis. You know, I was out in Sturgis last week for a week, my sixth year of being out in Sturgis. Love it. Uh, And I will actually have one of my roommates uh, join me. You know, the last two days, I've had uh, uh, two of my roommates. There was four of us in a room. Uh, little cots and everything, and so uh, uh, I had uh, Larry join me yesterday, I had Ray join me the day before, and today Dave will join me for a segment. 
Uh, just so you can see how I spent my week. But uh, this show will put a close to the Sturgis experience for 21. Uh, and then tonight, uh, when I'm off this radio show, two hours from then, I'll be heading to a hotel here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And we will start uh, creating the process uh, for eight individuals to go through Leadership Awakening. And so uh, once I'm done here, I'll have about a two-hour layover, if you will, use some traveling terminology. Uh, and then I'll be in a totally different world, a totally different world. I'll be in the world of Mr. Black. I'll be uh, in the, the mess of eight individuals. We'll have ups and downs, just like life. You know, life is an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys. It has highs and lows. Uh, and if you don't believe me, go to a hospital, go to a quick care center, and tell them that you have heart issues. Tell them you're having chest pains. And they'll rush you in ahead of a lot of other people, and they'll lay you on a little bed, and they'll put these little sticky things on you, uh, these pro- electrodes, and then they will get an electrocardiogram reading. And what you want to see is the rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic. It's an, it's an agitated line. You've seen it before. It's an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. And to me, that is so metaphorically, allegorically uh, analogous, whatever word you want to use, uh, like life. Because life does have peaks and valleys. It has high points and low points. And the problem is, is this thing called fear. Now, now I'm going to tell you, fear was given to us for a purpose. Uh, Romans 8.28 says that God causes all things to work for the good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So I want you to know, people wonder why do we have fear? Well, fear has lots of great uses. Uh, Fear gets your spidey senses going. Uh, Fear can tell you there's something not right. It's fear that could keep your family safe when you're walking down a street and somebody jumps out from behind an alleyway. Uh, It is fear uh, that tells us that maybe we shouldn't be doing something. Uh, But we got to remember what fear is. Fear is false evidence appearing real. But it is also a chemical response. And so, you know, there's something I talk about called neuroassociative conditioning. And and really, you can get through all the different motivators in life, and I give you 20 things that motivate people, 100 things that motivate people, the, the five biggest motivators, all that. But when you get beyond all the fluff, all the fluff and all the flutter. I don't know if flutter is a word, but it sounded good. When you get beyond all that, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, there's two basic driving forces in life. There's the desire for pleasure, and there's avoidance of pain. In other words, you're either moving towards something or you're moving away from something. And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I'm probably more motivated by moving away from things. And one of the biggest things that causes us to move away from things is fear. Uh, and we're going to talk about it in many forms, but this is what's incredible. Whether I'm in Sturgis or whether I'm in a hotel meeting room uh, as a master trainer of Leadership Awakening and taking a group of individuals from all walks of life, from all income levels, through the uh, ups and downs of the experience that we call Leadership Awakening, one thing that I will be dealing with is fear. It is an interesting creature, uh, and it is present in every single one of our lives. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, you can read the greatest book on fear and self-confidence. That's not going to give you self-confidence. You can can listen to the greatest orator. Uh, I'm pretty good. I don't know if I'd say the greatest. I'm not a goat, Uh, but uh, I think I'm pretty good. God's gift to me. But 
as good as I am at speaking, uh, me talking about fear and talking about self-confidence is not going to give you that self-confidence. It's one of those things that you can only learn in the fire. You know, it reminds me of a story I once heard. There's a good old boy from down south, you know, from Georgia, uh, and he's in New York City. He's doing some sightseeing, and uh, he jumps into a taxi cab, and he asks the taxi cab driver, Hey, Mac, what's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? And the taxi cab driver says, That's easy, sir. Practice, practice, practice. That's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall. And that's the best way to overcome fear. You know, in the training that I'm going to start tonight, uh, I put a lot of pressure on people. It's a a fire furnace. Uh, I squeeze people. And what's going to come out of them is fear. Fear of me, fear of the situation, fear of public speaking, fear of embarrassment, fear of exposing themselves emotionally or psychologically. And so fear is going to cause some people to shut down. But can I tell you something? That same fear is going to cause some people to open up. That same fear is going to cause some people uh, to take steps and do things they normally wouldn't do. You know, Ray Paris, who is a good brother of mine, he supports my uh, ministries. Uh, I told you I have three orphanages in Uganda that he supports, and all of you can support too. Please donate. But he sent me a picture. After Sturgis, he was going home, and he was in the state park. And he has this picture of these two teenage girls, and they're taking a selfie, Uh, And behind them are about eight buffalo. And they're probably only about 10, 12 feet behind them. Now, why do I say that? Do you know how quick buffalo are? Buffalo are fast. And these young girls are putting themselves in harm's way. But because they have no fear, no knowledge of the strength of those buffaloes, because if they had knowledge of the strength of those buffaloes, how quick they are, they would probably not be taking that picture. So you got to understand that fear by itself is not an enemy. It is what we allow fear to do, how we use fear, that either makes it good or bad. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about Sturgis and beyond, and we're going to focus on this thing called fear. I am Black, and we'll be right back. It's real complicated. It's incredibly complicated. Go change your diaper, baby. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? 
TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at Freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. What's the matter with you? I think your brain is going soft. You lack discipline. You can act like a man! Amen. I am black, and we are back to Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And we've been talking this whole week about uh, my trip last week to Sturgis, South Dakota. A beautiful state. Love Governor Nome, boy. Uh, my heart pumps a little bit when I see Governor Nome. She's uh, she's conservative. She loves God. She's beautiful. She's a powerful woman. Uh, now there's a great example uh, of a leader. A if she leader, were a president, she'd be female. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> amen. 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 I get a second on that one, brother. A second on that one. So, uh, but it, it is interesting because you know when I think of Sturgis, I, I think of fear. Uh, I know that's going to sound weird to some of you, but let's be honest. Um, Fear is the weapon uh, of the day. Uh, Fear is the cudgel of society today. Uh, If we're going to be totally honest, I absolutely, without a doubt, know that it was a fraudulent election. There's no way 81 million people voted for Joe Biden. Uh, I know there were millions of absentee ballots that were mailed out that were filled out by people uh, that were not the people that they were mailed to. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that ballots came from China. But all that side, Donald Trump's not going to be president again. doesn't matter. Even if they proved all this was true, uh, we're not going backwards for the sake, quote, of the democracy. I get it, or the republic. Uh, but let's be honest, uh, his running mate, uh, I don't care if you like him or not, uh, just at some point, you got to get your emotions out of it. And at some point, you got to look at the reality of situations. As a leader, that's what we're called to do. You might not like things. You might not agree. You might agree with things, but you can still be honest, even if data points against your beliefs. And the data is this: that Joe Biden's running mate was not Kamala Harris. It was fear, Science. and it worked so effectively. Yeah, they had to get you so afraid of this COVID nineteen, of this, uh, you know, this this virus. That you would vote for a, a dead man walking. 
that you would vote for a guy who mocks your God, who thinks your beliefs are stupid, who thinks if you quote scripture, scripture, you're doing hate speech. How many Christians voted for a guy that mocks their their God, that thinks their Bible is hate speech, uh, that believes that they're just a backwoods type of person, and yet they voted for him, all because of fear. Uh, and so when I look at um, Sturgis, uh, I look at fear. I see fear because not that Sturgis is filled with fear, but remember, they want to tell everybody it's a super spreader, super spreader. Now, of course, Barack Obama's uh, birthday party bash where he's dancing and hanging out with all these young people and all that. That wasn't a super spreader in Shut a closed up. room. Uh, right? I'm sorry. I hate to call you out on that, Mr. President, but it's just the truth. It's just the truth. Right? But think about people who are afraid. And when I went to um, Sturgis, beautiful. Uh, I didn't see a single mask except for those three. One family, a mother and her two kids that wore masks uh, uh, at the thing. She was a nurse, and I didn't agree with it. But, you know, people do their own thing. I didn't, we didn't pick on her or say anything bad. She, she just has to do what's right for her. But, uh, you know, the, the media and the world wants to be, make you afraid of Sturgis. That's why I haven't actually told a lot of people in person where I was last week uh, because they're wanting to bring back mask mandates already and all that. But you know what else is fear? Fear of bikers. Fear of these people that we don't know. Fear of people wearing leather. Pe- fear of people with all these tattoos and uh, nose rings and earrings and all that other stuff in places that earrings I never thought should be, but they are there, you know? And, and so fear, uh, fear uh, a lot of things. And the cool thing is, even though I'm not in Sturgis anymore, you know what's going to happen tonight when I start class? Fear. There's going to be fear. You know, I, I got this saying the other day. I thought it was apropos and a little bit funny, too. It says, sometimes when you cry... Nobody sees your tears. Sometimes when you're hurt, nobody sees your pain. Sometimes when you're sad, nobody uh, sees your sorrow. But fart just one time. (laughs) Right? And so I want you to think about that. People are afraid to cry. People are afraid to let people know they hurt. Uh, People are afraid uh, to let you see that they're sad or they have sorrowful. And people are afraid... Uh, to let you know they farted. So I see this whole thing here, right here. Uh, and it's fear of embarrassment, uh, fear of being looked down upon, uh, fear of all kinds of things. Uh, fear is such a huge part of our life. And remember we talk about this, that we live in three these three circles. They're, they're, the inner circle is called a comfort zone. You can call them circles. Uh, that's what they are, but we call them zones, right? You have this comfort zone, and then right outside that is another circle, called, a zone called fear, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. And then another circle beyond that is what we call panic, intense fear. And so people go to their comfort zone, and that's where things die. It's like the, uh, it's like the, um, the graveyard of life, that our comfort zone is a place where things go to die. Our marriages die in our comfort zone. Our passion for our kids die in our comfort zone. Our passion for our God and our love for our God dies in our comfort zone. I mean, you look at how dead the American church is. I think one thing we've learned in this pandemic is that the church is a remnant. The church is a lot smaller than we thought it was. But then you look in Afghanistan, where these people are being beheaded, where Christian girls are being raped, 
and beheaded and forced to be sex slaves. But, you know, Joe Biden stands right behind because Joe Biden's not a Christian. He's a Catholic and not even in good standing. He loves the Catholic Church. I'm sure he prays to Mary. I'm sure he holds his little beads and says his little ritualistic prayers. I'm sure he uh, gives his tithes and he lights his little candles. And he does all those little works that uh, a good Catholic's supposed to do. But it's very clear that uh, Joe Biden does not believe that uh, Jesus Christ is the only way to a loving relationship with Father God. It's absolutely clear that Joe Biden does not believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of God, that every word in it's true. It's very clear, uh, as Jesus said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? It's very clear that Joe Biden does not have that type of relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, and yet he could care less that there are true born-again Christians are being slaughtered because they're Christians. Uh, and why are people slaughtering Christians? Because of fear. Fear. Uh, because Islam is a fear-based religion. Now, please hear this. Islam, uh, there's Jesus all through the Quran. I study the Quran. Uh, and I'm not saying uh, people that are Islamic are evil. No. There's a group of radical Islamists, and it's a lot larger than people want to admit. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's 94 ayats in the Quran about Jesus. Isa al-Masir. I can actually talk to my uh, Islamic cousins uh, about Jesus more than I can talk to my Jewish brothers and sisters. And so, you know, 70% of the Quran is from the Bible. But that just goes to show you, you know, you can live your life 70% uh, out there. But if 30% is driven by fear, um, what does it matter? Because that 30% is important. And so you got to realize that we live in these comfort zones. And things go to die there. And you know when the Catholic Church, I mean, sorry, not the Catholic Church, you know when the church grows the most? In times of persecution. I mean, uh, that's what happened. The, the Jews and the religious leaders uh, and the Romans all wanted to destroy Christianity early on, and it grew. And it grew. Uh, and in the fourth century, Constantine figured, hey, we'll make all of Rome a Catholic or a Christian. And then the Catholic Church was formed. And basically, the devil said, if I can't beat them from without, then I'll just join the church and beat them from within. Right? Because the devil's biggest fear uh, is the cross. Why do you think he attempted to keep Jesus off the cross? Because he knew the cross would be his downfall. And so we go to our comfort zones, and so many people want to be comfortable. But here's the problem, people. There's a lot of people comfortably going to divorce court. There's a lot of people comfortably going to hell. Uh, there's a lot of people comfortably going to an early death because they don't exercise, because they don't eat well, because they chain smoke, because they drink a lot. Because it's, it's comfortable. It's comfortable. And so we got to step outside that comfort zone. And outside our comfort zone is this thing called fear, false evidence appearing real. And so many people are afraid of it. They run from fear. They avoid fear at all costs. They think if there's fear involved. No, you know what fear does? It tells you you're alive. Dead people fear nothing. Dead people fear nothing. And remember what the Bible says, the beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord. There are good things it's good to fear. It, it, you should fear. I want my kids to fear, not fear me, but I want them to fear disappointing me. I fear disappointing God. I fear Matthew 7, where it says, many will say, Lord, Lord, uh, and he'll say, I never knew you. Go, oh, yeah, you did. You, I, I cast out demons in your name. I prophesied in your name. I did miracles in your name. And God will say, I never knew you. That is, I'm afraid of that. Yeah, denied. I'm afraid of There's healthy fear. But what happens, a lot of people run from fear. 
And well, I'm going to tell you right now, in my training, I make it very intense. Tonight, these people will have a lot of fear come up. I'm not doing that because I don't like them. I'm not doing that because I want to be mean. I'm doing that for one reason. I want to teach them that they can function in this zone called fear. And matter of fact, when you learn how to function at a high level in a stressful environment, it becomes a brand new comfort zone. In a world that's going to hell in a handbasket, in a world that Biden has taken, hopefully, to the rapture, uh, boy, when everybody else is losing their head, if you can keep yours, you're going to have a lot of people following you. So today, what we're talking about is fear, false evidence appearing real. But it is real, and it has a purpose. And I'm going to tell you right now, when you learn how to function at a high level, when you don't let the chemical response of fear shut you down, then you become a brand new person. You now have an edge. You now can function in a place in a way that most people can't even imagine. And that's what will happen tonight uh, when, with this class. By the time tonight's over, they will feel the fear, and they will do it anyways in my Leadership Awakening class. And that's function in this zone called fear. Then all of a sudden you realize that fear is a straw man. It actually goes away. It doesn't have the power that we thought it had. And so after the break, uh, we're going to have one of my roomies from Sturgis join us. We've had uh, the last two days we've had a roomie. And so this will be my final roomie uh, that you hear from, Dave. Uh, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about Sturgis and beyond. And we're dealing with this thing called fear. I am black. We'll be right back. in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Air Mechanical, family-owned and operated since 1985, leads the metro area in heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical, and now drain cleaning services. Whether it's maintaining your current system, repairing it when it breaks, or installing new equipment, Air Mechanical believes in doing things the right way, not the easy way. They are there 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Bryant, whatever it takes. Call or schedule online at thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that and a nickel get you a hot cup a jack squat. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. This is where we help you live your life like it matters, because it does. You know, uh, Albert Camus, uh, I think it was a French philosopher, said, Blessed are the hearts that can bend, and they shall never be broken. Uh, And you know, as, as leaders, as human beings, as followers of God, uh, we got to put ourselves out there, and sometimes when we put ourselves out there, uh, our hearts can bend. Uh, but if we know the Lord, uh, and if we know about salvation, if we know about grace and mercy, then they shall never be broken. And it, I think it was Lucas Scott, I don't know if it was a comment on a website, it was somewhere in the song maybe by U2 or a TV series, it says, Blessed are hearts that can bend, they shall never be broken. But I wonder, if there's no breaking then there's no healing. And if there's no healing, then there's no learning. And if there's no learning, there's no struggle. But struggle must be broken. And I'm getting ready to bring on a, a line, a, a roommate, a guy I've met a couple years ago. Uh, and I know he feels like I do and feels like Irma Bombeck. And here's her quote. She says, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. So with that, let's welcome to the phone line my good friend, my Sturgis buddy, uh, Dave. Dave, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Good morning. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me on. Well, uh, Dave's my roomie. You know, uh, Dave, I've had uh, Ray, you know, uh, on the radio two days ago. I had Larry yesterday, and you make the, the, the whole room. I, I, I'm going to do a podcast, take all the interviews I did and put them together, and we're going to call it The Room by the Shower because that was our room, The Room by the Shower. But uh, how long have you been going out to Sturgis, Dave? Oh, probably 12 years or so. Uh, yeah, I started at '09. I missed a so, year, but I, it's so rewarding. I just keep going back. Now, now you're you're a pastor. Uh, you do a lot of missionary work. You spend time in the Philippines, so you, you do a lot for God. You do a lot for the kingdom. Why Sturgis? What brought you out to Sturgis? Well, I go to Sturgis because I first went there before I was a pastor as a as a spectator and just somebody going. 
And then in later years, I just went to leave town for a couple days. And I've been there 24 times, and it's all the same every year pretty much. But I go now just to glorify God. Mm. Isn't that weird? So you went at the beginning for your own purposes, uh, and then you kept going. But then God took that thing that maybe you should have been doing or not doing. That's only for God to know. Uh, and use it for his good, uh, or should say his glory and your good. That's how our God works. Amen? Yes, it's our whole purpose in life, really, to glorify God. And and doing the bike wash, it, it's just, God just shovels in, at least to me, his blessings just in being there. Well, and one thing for me, I told the audience, unlike you, you know, I'm not, you know, Dave's a, Dave's a little a couple years older than me. He rides a, a bike. Um, he's, uh, like I said, he's been to Sturgis before he served in the ministry there, unlike me. And, and one of the reasons I go, Dave, is because I, I, of a, a fear factor. You know, I don't, um, I would normally not hang out with bikers. I would normally not know bikers. Uh, here's a group of people that I would never hang out with, but that's one thing that brought me there. I wanted to be, get outside my comfort zone. I wanted to spend some time with people that I normally wouldn't across their paths. And you started going out, but something's kept bringing you out there. So what, what is the greatest asset? What is the greatest benefit you get every year when you go to Sturgis? The greatest benefit, the huge benefit I get every year is just an attaboy from God for even going. Uh, my life verse, if you will, is John fourteen twenty one. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved by the Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. And the Lord Jesus just manifests my, himself in a great way when I'm there. It's totally worth going. The Holy Spirit's on that lot. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, and you know, I, you you heard it this time in the in the mess hall afterwards. We sit down, we'll eat dinner, and they'll talk about it. But so many of those people who wanted nothing to do with God, who haven't had God in their life, many of them when they get on the property, they said, "I feel different. Things feel different. They sense different." It's there's almost a fear for some of these people who go on the property because they they sense something's up. And and Dave is what we call a gatekeeper. So D- D- Dave is one of the guys that when people drive on a lot, the first one they meet is Dave. Uh, and Dave, when you when you get people on the lot, I'm sure you get some people that are excited to be there, you know, part of the Christian ministry groups. But you also get some people that just want their bike washed. Can, can you tell the difference when you look in their eyes? Can you sense the fear or the uncomfortableness? Sometimes. Some, some people are just kind of afraid. But, you know, it's our job to put them at ease. And... I try to do that. I just try to tell them what's available to them and make it attractive to just come in the door. Yep. And I've heard stories. You know, Michael and uh, uh, Paula have been out there for 25 years. And people, we hear stories. As a matter of fact, this last time when they celebrated their 25th anniversary, we had Match out there. We had some other guys out there. that I don't remember what the guy's name was, tall guy, that basically was going to beat up Mike. Was going to beat up Mike the first time because he touched his bike. Was going to beat up Mike because he wanted to give him money and Mike wouldn't take it. A lot of fear. But once they break through that fear and they get comfortable on that lot, like you said, they come back year after year after year. And that's the key with fear. The more we do it, 
the more the easier it becomes and something that used to shut us down or make us run we still feel that uncomfortable feeling but the old saying is we feel the fear and do it anyways and and dave i gotta tell you one of my big i don't don't know if it's right to call it like a fear fear but one of the things i did not like and never would i would never share a room with anybody you know i get up early in the morning to do my text they send it all over the world and uh, i don't sleep well i'm a light sleeper so all that so i would never ever share a room with anybody and i would stay in my car i would stay at a hotel even if i got a thousand friends living in that same city and so The first year I went to Sturgis, because I have a radio show, they let me have my own room so I could do my radio show. But then the next year, they put me in a group with four or five people. Didn't like it, but I did anyways. The following year came back. Again, I was hoping I'd get my own room. They put me in a room with four or five people. And then, honestly, Dave, I almost wasn't going to come back because I didn't want to share a room with a whole bunch of people. But this is now my sixth year, and I got to tell you, uh, I actually like it now, and especially last year, the, the four of us, or you, me, and a couple other people, we shared a room. We had a great, great time. Uh, I actually looked forward to it this year, and this year, uh, I want you to know, I connected with you. I really enjoyed connecting with you, connecting with Ray at a deeper level. Larry's, I've been connecting with him since I went out there. But there it shows you, again, something that was so uncomfortable for me, something I didn't like. I put it in the category of fear, uh, and I didn't like And now it actually got me out of my comfort zone. It actually got me comfortable in that environment. And God showed me that even though it might not be something I would prefer, I got great value from it, great value from it. Let me ask you, Dave, because we don't have much time left. What was your biggest takeaway from this trip to Sturgis? What was the biggest blessing, the biggest gift, the biggest positive that you took from the trip to Sturgis? Well, the biggest takeaway every year is peace, but my biggest takeaway for myself was thinking about relationships with people and praying for people for years, and I and nothing changes, it seems like their health stays the same or the situation is the same. And I, my takeaway was that instead of asking God to change them every minute, I would just ask God to bless them. And in blessing them, that has given me more peace. That's my biggest takeaway. The other one was my pain over being in these situations. I just gave that to him as well because he took my sin as salvation, but now I gave him my pain, and he endured that all on the cross for me. Amen. And and I think you and I have a similar fear as well that we don't want to disappoint God. We want to be we want to serve God. We want to hear well done my good and faithful servant. Uh, we want to use all right. our gifts and talents uh to his glory. And that is a fear of mine. And I honestly think Dave that that's a healthy fear. I think we should fear disappointing the Lord. Even the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Um I I fear like I said you know, Matthew 7, that someday he could look me in the eye and say, um, nope, didn't know you. Uh, that That's one of my biggest fears. And so, uh, Dave, I want you to know, man, you've, uh, you've made the last two years out in Sturgis a, a positive for me. Uh, I really appreciate your friendship, and I'm, I'm excited about what God has for us as we move forward together. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for having me on. I, you're a valuable person to me, and I'm going to... Uh, pursue our friendship to a greater level. 
You better, buddy, or you're in big trouble, mister. <laughs> All right, brother. I know you're busy. God bless you, and uh, we'll talk soon, okay, my friend? Thank you so much. Have a good, great day. Bye, Dave. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, see, that's the thing with fear. Once you function for a, a, a time in that zone and function a high level, it becomes your brand new comfort zone. And that's one of the keys to life, to keep pushing your comfort zone. So what used to elicit fear now brings a little bit of familiarity. And what used to bring about panic just brings about a little bit of fear. And once you realize, like Dr. Susan Jeffers wrote in her great book, you can feel the fear and do it anyways, man, I'm telling you, what you can overcome, the impact you can have, the lives you can change, not just on this planet, but for eternity, that is priceless. So I'm Black. We'll be right back. We are lions. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Things look bad. It looks like you're not going to make it. And you got to get mean. I mean plum mad dog mean. Because if you lose your head and you give up, then you neither live nor win. That's just the way it is. Hey, man, that's just the way it is. I am black, and we are back being under construction on the Like It Network. Living life like it matters. You know why we live life like it matters? Because it's appointed for man to die one day, and then comes the judgment. I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends. He spoke of a friend no longer here, not long ago had been. In a box at the front of the room, his friend does lay his final bed, tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom, and this is what he said. There's the date of our birth and the day that we die. The space between our dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live your life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Think about that. Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be at the end or mid-dash range. You can't control the length of your dash This is for God to divine. However, the width, intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions rehashed, it's okay to be proud of the things they say about how you spent your dash. And see, ladies and gentlemen, that has to do with fear. You know, the battle's in the mind. And fear is nothing more than a chemical response uh, to, to what you're thinking, uh, to your breathing, and to your physiology, specifically your eye placement in relation to your physiology. Tonight, I'm going to put pressure on people. Tonight, they're going to enter the fiery furnace in Leadership Awakening. It's not to be mean. It's not because I don't like them. Matter of fact, I don't like teaching this class, and I love the outcome of Leadership Awakening. But i got to be intense, and believe it or not, I know this is going to shock some of you, but I don't like confrontation. I really don't. You would never know that if you've been in my class or been around me for the last three decades, but I don't like confrontation. But I know each time I go in this class, I have a little bit of fear. I have a fear of disappointing people. I have a fear of letting down God. I have a fear of the battles that could take place. But I feel the fear, and I do it anyways. I refocus. I get off of the feelings because we're not what we feel. Feelings are nothing more than a chemical response to what we're thinking about, our breathing, and our physiology. Again, specifically our eye placement relation to said physiology. Remember, it was Dr. Caroline Leaf that said 75% to 95% of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. What we think about affects us physically and emotionally. Matter of fact, in today's America, It's an epidemic of toxic emotions. Think about this. The average person has between 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. 30 
to 60,000 thoughts per day. And do you know what we believe? Is what we listen to over and over and over. And so through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. I mean, we make ourselves sick. Stop I mean, it. think about this. A placebo. A placebo works half the time. When you have to, uh, got a prescription drug that you're making a, a chemical, you're making a pharmaceutical, it has to do at least better than a placebo. And a placebo is a sugar pill. Placebo is a water pill. Placebo has absolutely nothing in it, but you're told it has stuff in it. And of those people, half of those people get cured. You got to get this. Wow. And it's not real. Yeah, because yeah, no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. We don't respond to what's going on. We respond to what we believe is going on. Why do you think the media wants you to have this narrative of fear? That you have to be afraid of the COVID. You have to be afraid. I mean, people got COVID. They think someone dies. Very few people die from COVID. Unless you have other uh, co-immunity uh, failures, lowness. You got to get this. But we're made to believe. I, I, I don't have a jab. I'm not getting a jab. Uh, it's not a vaccine. Quit calling it a vaccine because by that. definition, it's not a vaccine. It's a treatment. Yeah, wouldn't it be prudent, right? And there's doctors galore that I tell you, and they're pro-vaccine. What are we doing here? This is bad. Stop it. We're creating genocide three to five years down the road. But again, you can't say that without being banned because we live in America where there is no freedom of speech anymore. You, you, you only allowed to say what the, what the Biden administration and their propagandists, the ma mainstream media, let you know. Silence. See, this is why we got to realize this. Research shows that fear, think about this, fear all on its own triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical responses, activates more than 30 different hormones. This is why we need to learn to let go, to stop the narrative, to turn off the news, turn it off. Since I realized, I think it was November 6th, three days after the election, that it was a fraudulent election, that it was fake, it was set up to remove Donald Trump. And that's what January 6th was about. That's why Nancy Pelosi allowed that to happen. That's why the National Guard wasn't acted upon when Trump kept asking for it. That's why uh, the Capitol Hill police uh, weren't prepared, because Nancy Pelosi would not allow for the increased forces and all that. Because they wanted January 6th to happen. Why? So they can get Trump out of the way, because you couldn't be doing what we're doing in America Day, there wouldn't be all these people being raped and beheaded and killed in Afghanistan today if Donald Trump was president. You not know this. And so they had to get him out of the way. It's not a joke. It's sad. So this is why we need to let go, to learn not to keep a record wrong. And yet we live in America that wants to go back to 1619. What happened in 1619? Who cares what happened in 1619? Could care less. It has nothing to do with us today. Nothing at all. Who cares what happened in 1772 or 1812 or 1911 or even 40 years ago in 19, what was it, 81? <laughs> Doing the math in my head, right? We got to learn to let go. We got to forgive. This is why God says forgive. God's not just telling us to do that because he's our creator. He knows the effect a lack of forgiveness has. For, when we forgive someone, when we move on from the past, we move beyond that fear, beyond that. We, we allow room for judgment. God says, vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. I will repay. We got to let God be God. We, God's the one keeping score. God has the books. We need to be healthy. We need to let it go, to lay it at the foot of the cross, let God. See, there are intellectual and medical reasons to forgive. This toxic waste generated by toxic thoughts causes this fear, anxiety, pain, all this. 
And I'm going to tell you right now, we need to relearn. This is why I do this radio show. I want to activate some thinking, critical thinking. We've lost thinking. We've become drones. We've become a bunch of sheeple. It's this group think where you're not allowed to think outside the box. It's just crazy. Why do you think so many are into the, the white privilege movement? So many are into the poor black people thing because they're afraid. It's fear. They're afraid of the masses. They're afraid of being excommunicated from the social church. They're afraid to be disowned on social media. They're afraid that people think bad about them. So we've got to learn. We've got to relearn. We've got to unlearn some of these patterns that this new Biden administration put in place, this new social order. We've got we to gotta relearn some things. We've got to unlearn these new patterns and go back to our ways of thinking, responding, reacting. Unlearning, by the way, just so you know, unlearning is a lot harder than learning. Unlearning requires more than just rewiring our brains. We have to use our knowledge to face our fears and conquer them. You know, we got to do pattern identification, clarification. We got to do some truth therapy. We got to go inside our head. A lot of things that are floating around in people's heads are lies. But if you don't know the truth, how can you know a lie? The only way you know what a lie is, is by comparing it to the truth. That's the way you know. Cognitive behavioral therapy tells us to hold our thoughts captive. And those that are good, keep them. Those that are bad, getting rid of them. Neuro-linguistic programming, which is the owner's manuals of the human experience. According to psychiatric reference books, there are approximately 2,000 classified fears. 2,000 classified fears. And the sad part is that psychiatrists posit that we're only born with two innate fears. Two fears we're born with. You know what they are? The fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. That means every other fear, every other fear is learned. It's BS. It's a belief system. And because you learn them, you got to know that you can unlearn them. That's why I do this radio show. That's why you need to go. The battle's in the mind. You got to be in the battle. You got to practice, practice, practice. You got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations, controlled situations where you can learn to overcome. You got to get in the mind and challenge your thinking. You got to stop listening to news. You got to go to likeitmatters.net and get yourself in a leadership awakening class. We got class in Vegas now, class in Boise, class in Arkansas. And Minneapolis, I'd love to go back there, but I'm afraid of your liberal elected officials. I'm afraid that I do a class, they'll cancel it. I'm afraid that they'll uh, change things at last minute, that people be so afraid that they won't go. Do you see how fear not that we allow to control us takes away a lot we're better than that so i'm going into class this weekend next week you'll hear from eight individuals who lives were changed in 48 hours you're under construction on the like it matters radio network i'm mr black helping you become more hopeful about your future reminding you when you live your life like it matters it does you can act like a man you start collecting social security how you answer this question will make the difference between retirement success and failure tune in to this week's money matters with alan mike they'll be sharing social security tips from the basics to strategies to maximize your ssi payments alan mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan money matters with alan mike 9 a.m sunday on freedom 1570 or call them right now at 855-231-6010 
Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. Ringing liberal. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.